Welcome to the Build Your Life Coaching Biz podcast, where you get to learn how to become a professional life coach and start an online coaching business from scratch. I'm your host, Krista Kathleen, a professional certified coach and spiritual business mentor. In 2016, I got divorced and left my full-time job as a registered nurse and decided to bravely answer my calling of becoming a life coach so I could help to change lives as I traveled around the world. And now I wanna help you discover your purpose too. Having the freedom and flexibility to be your own boss and make as much money as you want right from your laptop will be one of the best gifts you ever give to yourself, your family, and the world. In these episodes, I'll give you real coaching combined with proven strategies and spiritual practices in order to help build your dream coaching business that feels perfect for you. Hello, hello coaches. I am on the road right now. I have like three and a half hours left till I get back to St. Louis and wanted to tell you about this new thing that I'm doing called Freedom Fridays. So I did not come up with that term myself. I heard it from my bookkeeper and maybe she came or she heard it from somewhere else. So I'm not going to claim that I came up with that phrase. But I would say for the past year, maybe a little bit longer than that, I've only been working Monday through Thursday, because let's be honest, like how much do we actually get done on Fridays anyways? And my son doesn't have daycare on Fridays. So normally what I do is I spend the day with him and we run errands and go to the gym and just do stuff around the house. And I've realized that I need to be traveling more. So travel is a big part of my happiness and my mental health wellness. And when I, if any of you read my book, Beyond the White Picket Fence, when after I went through my divorce and my job loss and I needed to just like find myself again and figure out who I was, that's when I sold all my stuff and traveled all over the world for two years and visited and lived in 50 different countries and it was so wonderful and it was the time of my life where I felt the most free and the most alive and so much so that when I was in Bali I got a tattoo of a world map uh, tattooed on my left the behind my left shoulder Um, just as like a reminder to keep traveling for the rest of my life and like how good it is for me And then I'm in this six-month astrology intensive course right now as well and found out that I think it's in my sixth house is Sagittarius. And Sagittarius is like anytime you see Sagittarius show up in your chart, like that's going to be traveling is a big part for that sign. And so if I'm getting it right, (laughs) I'm still trying to learn it. Birth charts are very complicated, but like the sixth house is like day to day how just how you do your day to day and mine is Sagittarius. And so how that was interpreted is that I am meant to travel as often as possible as kind of like my day to day life. And, um, I'm not like a bit, I mean, I do like to travel to like be a tourist and see things and vacation, but what really lights me up is the long-term slow traveling to where I get to just feel like a local. Um, One of the things I loved when I was living overseas was to 
go to the grocery store in a new country, you know, just like those little mundane things. But I always love to see like, you know, in the grocery store, there's like new types of foods and um, just there's like different ways to pay and little like cultures and traditions. And so I loved that experience. And so now having my home base in St. Louis and, you know, being a homeowner and a partner and having a toddler, it's just not easy, as easy to be as nomadic as I once was. And sometimes it's fine. And other times I really feel like it starts to eat at me and I get like antsy and agitated and resentful. And then I also work from home. And so I'm doing everything in the house, you know, cooking, cleaning, sleeping, working. And I start to go a little stir crazy. And I just feel like it's not good for my mental health to be in the house so much. So I started thinking like, okay, I'm not working Fridays anyway. The summer's coming up. And then Kyle, my partner, his mom, recently just retired. So she has more time on her hands. So I was like, what if I, you know, have my freedom Friday and I can just go travel for like 24 hours. And I started, I went on Pinterest cause that's where I do all my travel planning. And I started looking up like blogs of like road trips from, you know, close to St. Louis and found all these like cool cities that are within like anywhere from like three to six hours away. And I started making like this bucket list. And so I have, um, so my first one was Indianapolis, Indiana, which I just am driving home from. And then I also have Garden of the Gods, Illinois, which is supposed to be this really amazing hike. It's not the same as the Garden of the Gods in Colorado. Uh, I have, Holland, Michigan. I was talking to this couple this morning at the brunch place that I went to and they're from Michigan. They're like, you could spend like months just visiting all the cool cities and areas in Michigan. So I really want to explore Michigan more in the summer, not in the winter. Uh, Chicago, Illinois. I've been there before. My brother lives there, but I would like to just make more attempts to go up there. Let's see. What else do I have on my list? Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I've already been to Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, what's the other one? The other popular one in Tennessee. I can't think of it right now. Uh, what else do I have on my list? Well, I have Denver, Colorado to go see my sister. She lives out there right now. That would not be a road trip. I would have to fly there. Oh, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Yeah, I have, I'm so excited. I have this full list now of all these places that I'm going to go visit. And I think I'm going to do it once a month because it still takes, you know, like money and time and energy and planning. And, and I do need to be mindful because anytime, you know, like I leave Lincoln at home with Kyle or with his mom, like he's just, he's a lot right now. He's a handful. So I think when he's older and he's more independent, it uh, I can travel, you know, longer distances for longer periods of time away. But 
I just want to make sure not to take like advantage of the situation. So again, like honoring who I am and what I need, because I find that that's really easy for that to get lost, especially as we become parents. And I often sometimes like, I just like to think like, who was Krista before she moved back to St. Louis and moved in, you know, well, we're living in my parents' house, but, um, we're like paying rent to them, but I just called myself a homeowner. Right. But so before I became a homeowner, before I became a partner, before I became a mom, like who was Krista? What was she like? What did she like to do? What did she enjoy? And, you know, it's very easy for me to answer. It's like travel and not only just travel, but solo travel, solo female travel. There was, when I was doing my two year world travels, Sometimes I would travel with a friend or if I was in a relationship and then other times I would sign up for group travel. There was this group called We Roam with all these like digital nomads and you had a community leader and they plan all your traveling for you and you have a built-in community. So I did that for six months in South America. And then sometimes I traveled on my own and I think there's pros and cons to each way of doing things. But what I really did appreciate and enjoy about solo female traveling is it's very empowering and you only can rely on yourself. I find that like when I'm traveling with other people, I tend to like kind of let them make the decisions or the plans or look things up. And so like when it's just me, I have to figure things out. I have to problem solve. So I feel like it makes me smarter. And then I also talk to more people and put myself out there, step outside my comfort zone more. So something that I do is I love to sit at the bar at restaurants and not because I like to drink, but just because usually you don't have to wait. And then it's such a good way to start talking to people versus at your, if you're at like your own little table by yourself. So I did that at two of the restaurants in Indianapolis. I went up and sat at the bar and um, was talking to this nice couple today and it's just really great to get out of your comfort zone, get off your phone and meet new people. And I also think it's a really great marketing strategy too, because I find that, you know, you start talking to people and they'll say, what do you do? And I'll say like, oh, I'm a life coach and I have a life coach training company. So I train coaches to become coaches and they're, it's always like, oh my gosh, like I've been looking for a life coach or, oh, I know someone who wants to become a life coach. And then you exchange business cards and it's, just such an easy and great way to find new clients and get referrals. So if any of you guys watch my YouTube videos where I'm talking about how to get new clients, like you'll hear me say over and over again, like literally just start telling new people what you do. It's crazy how easy it is. So I also am like seeing these as like, I probably could write these trips off as well. Like if I use them as like network opportunities, and I just feel like travel just expands and it opens up my mind. And also like there's so many great areas in the United States, especially in the Midwest to see and explore. And I just want to get to know parts of my country better that I don't know that well yet. I mean, of course, like if I, you know, wasn't a mom right now, I would just literally like go book a ticket. To, I really want to go to Borneo in Malaysia and see the orangutans. Um, I literally would like just go book a ticket and go halfway across the world and just work in some different countries for a couple of months. 
I miss doing that. I want to do that so bad. But like I said, I just don't think that's really feasible right now with having a toddler at home. So I'm just trying to work with what I can do, right? Instead of focus on what I can't. And this is good. This feels really good for me. So I'm really excited about it. And that's why I wanted to share it with all of you, talk about it on the podcast. Um, oh, there's a really, really bad accident. I've been sitting in traffic for a while, but I'm just passing the, the scene now. It looks like a semi-truck was involved. There's all these cop cars, ambulances. Oh my. Wow. I'm guessing there might have been, oh wow, there's like two cars that are totally fried. I'm thinking that there's a couple people who maybe did not make it in this accident. It's pretty bad. Whew. Okay, that's scary. Really scary. And oh wow, the people on the other side of the highway are like, nobody's moving. People, like there are hundreds of cars are like parked on the side and people are just getting out and like sitting in the grass. So I'm glad I was not on that side. Wow. Okay. That was like, I'm still in shock. I didn't think the accident was going to be that bad. Okay. So I guess let's see. What are our summary points here? That when you have your own business, you can decide how little or how much you want to work. And if you want to take a three-day weekend, you can, which is the beauty of having your own business. And if you want to start incorporating Freedom Fridays, you can totally steal my idea. I'll be uh, so happy if you steal my idea. And And I mean, you don't have to travel, but if you're like me and you want to travel more, like just see what little adventures you can find within a couple hours from your hometown and get an Airbnb and, oh, I didn't even tell you guys what I did in my 24 hours in Indianapolis. I knew there was something I was forgetting there. So I, like I said, I use Pinterest, use Pinterest for your travel planning. It's amazing. And because you get access to all these people's blogs who have been these places and can give really great recommendations. And um, so what I did is like a couple days before is I looked up things on Pinterest and, you know, wrote down all kinds of different like restaurants and, and cool things in the city that felt like it was my vibe that I wanted to try. So I went to this place called Milk Tooth. That was a really highly recommended brunch spot. It was very good. Good choice. So if, so if any of you are in Indianapolis or near Indianapolis are going to go there, um, definitely check out Milk Tooth. And then I went home and I took a nap for a little bit because traveling's and driving's exhausting. And then I got out of my Airbnb and then I walked around the town. I love walking, like love, love, love walking outside so much. Like when I traveled for two years, I did not have a car. And so I got so used to just walking everywhere I went. And then when I came back to the United States, like it was driving me crazy that I couldn't walk places. (laughs) And so I remember 
one day I like told Kyle, I was like, Hey, I'm just going to go walk to the grocery store. And he's like, what? why would you walk? You can drive. And I was like, you don't understand. Like, I just, I need to go walk somewhere. Like, and not just like go to a park and walk. Like I need to walk, like to have a purpose to go somewhere. And so I was literally like walking down the highway to go to the grocery store. Like what would have been like probably like a 10 minute drive took me like an hour. (laughs) And I don't think it was very safe, but I don't know. Like I said, I just felt like I needed to go walk somewhere. (laughs) So I still, to this day, um, any opportunity I get, I love to walk because it's good exercise and stress oxygen. It's just such a great way to see the city. Um, So I was just like, Indianapolis is um, a very walkable city. So I really enjoyed that. And I was just walking and doing some shopping and taking pictures. And then I went to this place called The Livery, which is a Peruvian, like South American restaurant. So I sat at the bar. I got a Pisco Sour, which is my favorite type of drink. I drank a lot of those when I was in Lima, Peru. And then I got this really good vegan cauliflower dish. And then after that, I went back to the Airbnb. I walked around the neighborhood a little bit more to get some exercise. And then I just went to bed fairly early. And I thought I was going to wake up early. I did not. <laughs> I woke I woke up at 8 a.m., which is really 7 a.m. my time because Indiana's on the East Coast. and Or East Coast time, not necessarily on the East Coast. And so I decided to do a CrossFit class because I was really feeling like I needed a good workout. And I, um, that's what I used to do as well. When I would travel, I would, sorry, I'm just looking at, man, there's still so much traffic on that left side. Man, it sucks, right? When it's like a little two lane highway and then there's an accident and it's just like backed up. Like those people are going to be sitting there for hours and hours, which, oh, that sucks. Um, but yeah, so when I was traveling all the world, like I love doing drop-in CrossFit classes and, you know, it's usually like 20 or 25 bucks and it's so great because you, again, you can meet new people, work out with new people. And I really enjoyed like when I was in foreign countries, when I would do the drop-in CrossFit classes, that it was in like a foreign language. Like I remember in doing CrossFit in Seoul and South Korea and in Serbia and in Luka, Italy, and they did not teach the classes in English at all, which I thought was hilarious. But you know, they always write the workouts of the day, the wads on the board. And it's, um, I could say it's all American terms because CrossFit was, you know, invented in the United States. So I could still, even though like they weren't teaching it in English, I could still like know what was going on and follow along. And, but I mean, if you were like new to CrossFit and trying to learn in a different language, that would be very difficult. (laughs) But so I just really enjoy, oh, I did it, um, in Manila in the Philippines as well. And I remember, yeah, they did not teach it in English. So yeah, so I was just like, I needed a good workout, and I knew I was going to be sitting for four hours in the car today, and I thought it'd be really fun to just bring back those memories of, like, dropping in at a CrossFit box. So I did that this morning, and then I went downtown, was trying to go to the city market to walk around. I love, like, farmer's markets, and I was going to get some lunch, and unfortunately, it was closed. They had a water leak 
So I decided to just keep walking downtown and then I found a cafe that was recommended on one of my Pinterest blogs. So I went there and then there was a big parade going on. And the funny thing is, is that the Indy 500 is this Sunday, it's tomorrow, which is like one of the biggest sporting events in the world, right? With the race car drivers. And I had no idea that it was happening on this weekend. So I think it's so hilarious out of like all the places I could have chose to go to. I went to Indianapolis when the Indy 500 was almost going on. So they had a parade going on today to like pump people up and get people ready and excited for that race tomorrow. So um, I'm not staying long enough to see it, but I think I would like to check it out. I mean, watching race car drivers isn't really my thing, but I'm kind of one of those people that like, I like to just do something once to like check it off my list, get the FOMO out of the way. and. And I'm like, I'm good. I don't have to do that anymore. Like I did that for, uh, in Germany, I went to Oktoberfest. It was like five, six, seven years ago. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that was fun. I, I get it now. I get the hypes about, I feel good. I'm done. I don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> so. I probably do need to come back and do that for the Indy 500 so I can just like experience it, feel it, and then check it off my list. And now I'm on my way home. And I thought I was like, I'll record a podcast episode talking about my experience. And then I'll post my pictures on social media as well. So that is my Freedom Friday experience using solo female travel. And if any of you decide to incorporate your own Freedom Fridays, I would love to hear more about it. I would love to see your pictures or if you have any recommendations on places to go, please let me know so we can collaborate ideas. And thanks so much for listening, everyone. I hope you have a great weekend and I'll see you in the next episode. I'm so grateful that our paths have crossed at this time. And if you're ready to up-level your coaching skill set and learn how to confidently coach at the transformational PCC level in order to help your clients get bigger breakthroughs and better results, then join our Born to Coach Training Academy at buildyourlifecoachingbiz.com forward slash certification.